Sunday school. Come to Sunday school. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., come to Sunday school. Bring your family to. Bring your family to every Sunday morning. Bring your family to. Good morning, everybody. Praise the Lord. Shall we just start? I uh, I uh, was I, I picked up a book the other day. My wife, we were in Colorado for a ministry time, and my wife loves thrift stores. Y'all like thrift stores? And uh, I mean, she really likes them. Maybe loves. I don't know. And so we went into one, and I I browsed the books. I don't like the stinky clothes. Okay, but anyway, um, so. I was looking at books, and I saw this book. It said something about how to come out of ADD. And um, it was the most interesting book I saw, so I began to thumb through it, and it came to symptoms page. And I identified, much to my chagrin. And so uh, I like to get things moving in a hurry. And I'll stay out of the way until I get it moving. Anyway, for whatever it's worth. From the book of Luke, the first chapter. Book of Luke, the first chapter and verse 38. It's Christmas time. And if I forget to tell you, Merry Christmas to everybody and Happy New Year. Chapter 1 of Luke and verse 38. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Thank you very much. That's it. I guess you needed the exercise. Lord bless you. You may be seated. (laughs) I've grown up in Pentecost. Second row on this side. Not this church, but at our church. And then I had I got to move to front row right in front of my parents within pinching distance. And then I did a little music and, and went to the platform. So I was raised with a healthy, um, healthy dose of hope. Sometimes our hope was stronger than others. But I never was told that there was a difference between hope and faith. Somehow we thought because we were baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke in tongues, had the right dress length, tongue length, sleeve length, that we were in faith. But no one ever told me that there was a difference between hope and faith. Hope does not receive. Hope wishes to receive. Hope wonders if it can receive. It wonders. It, 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 it's a person who is sick and hears about a very skilled doctor and they say, boy, I hope he can do me some good. I hope. They're not sure that he can, that he will, but they hope that he can. And even there are some people who when the doctor says, I've had 100% success with this, they still will not move from hope to faith, which is agreeing with the doctor and saying what he said. 
and, and calling up the relatives. And when they, the relatives say, well, what did he say? Oh, he said it's 100% success in this and three days of vitamins and pills and I'll be good. Even then, some people will doubt the, the educated man, the physician, the man who has studied this for perhaps decades and here I am a layman and I am denying what this man is saying, saying, oh, this is, we, 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 uh, we wear this out all the time. We have victory over this all the time. They will not say it. So we grow, we come into a huge place of hope. And as I said, sometimes that hope is um, expanded. It is stronger than at other times. But it is not hope that causes us to receive. Amen? It is faith. Faith is the dollars in the kingdom of God. Amen? Faith is the exchange medium. So tell me more. What is faith? What is the difference between hope and faith? Hope, again, wishes. Hope wonders. And many of our songs have been written around hope. I've mentioned it here before. We used to, there was a trio in our home church that sang, Don't you know God is able? Oh, spiritual. Don't you know God is able? And we would shout till our hair fell down or fell out or whatever and just rejoice in the fact that God is able. Had we ever come to a place of God will, I don't know what we would have done. I guess we would have just atomized all over the place, just exploded. So then the thought comes, how do I move from hope to faith? How do I move from wishing and wondering to saying it is so it is done, it has been done, it's over with. How do I get there? There's only one thing that I know that will do that, and that is the word of the Lord. We, many of us, how many have ever read the Bible through five times in your life? Would you lift your hand? Five times, good. Anybody ten times? You've read it through ten times, good. Um, and we can read this most precious word without realizing what it is. We can realize that it is valuable, but not how it is valuable, how it is to be applied. I've told this and worn this story out. The first uh, traveling mansion that Wiki and I got for evangelism, um, I, um, I had a good friend who had stopped evangelizing. He was nearby. And he said, if you want me to, I'll come over and walk you through the processes of a travel trailer. I said, great, man, because I, I, you know, I knew generally you hook it up and pull it. That's it. But, you know, there's black water, there's gray water, there's all kind of batteries and things and all of this stuff. So he came over. Well, in my pilfering, I had gone under this bend. It was a fifth wheel. I went under the, 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 the fifth wheel hitch, and I was looking under there, and and the man that had it before had passed away, and there was all kind of stuff in there. And I love stuff. You know, I mean, I just love to, wow, what can we use this for? This is, this is great. And put it in that, that possible pile. And so uh, I found this piece that's about this long. It had a circular thing on one end, and it had an L on the other end. And I thought it was, it was about the size of a pencil. 
And I said, I wonder what this is. I don't know what this is, um, but I know that one day I might need something about this long. It's a piece of metal. I can saw it in two and bend it and make, make something out of it because right now it, it's nothing. So my friend, the past evangelist, he comes and he's walking me through and he shows me the gray water and the black water and he shows me how to hook up and this, that, and the other and all these things. Then he said, now, <clears throat> he said, uh, uh, do you have a long piece Circle on one end, L on the other. And I said, matter of fact, I do. He said, good. Because he said, that is the tool that we will use to extend your awning. Shade. Coolness. You know? And so I got out there and he showed me where to put the little deal in and flip the lever and pull it out. Here we go. Wow. But until I had understanding, until I had knowledge, I, it was just a piece of possible, piece of perhaps. I could use this on something one day. And so while we can read the word of the Lord, many of us never see it as the tool that will move us from hope to faith. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Now, here's the thing that we have problems with is when someone says something different from what we have always heard and been instructed in, we can do one of two things. Always receive it with caution. This is different from anything I have ever heard. Wait a minute. I am very secure in what I have been believing because after all, Jeff Arnold said it's the way. Brother Stone King said it's the way. Brother Bernard believes this is the way. Who are you? Even though never have left the same Bible that Brother Arnold, Brother Stone King, Brother Bernard are using, never have left it, same one. If I was doing an exegesis on the oneness of God today, it would be no problem. You don't need a Bible. You've heard it. Camp meeting, conference. Camp meeting, conference. Because of the times. Camp meeting, conference. Because of the time. Camp meeting, conference. All of your life you've heard that. But when we, when we have, uh, I told uh, Brother, let's see, what church am I at? Brother Grant. I, I told him this morning, Part of the reason my wife's not here is we spent the last two days moving into a different home. And I told him, I said, while it was going on, I was examining my thoughts and the history of my thoughts. And I said, I do not remember ever hating something as much as I was hating that move. I'm not just talking about some little emotional top of the mind deal. I'm talking about seething. Everything in me was rebelling. Yeah, I don't want this. Can we stop this? Can we just stay put? Not at anybody, you understand. That's not wise. What do we have to move for? You know what? 
the, the, the children of Israel had a problem with their move when they left Egypt and went into the wilderness. Led by God, miracle provisions, and they still said, huh, at least we had the garlics, the leeks, the melons, etc., etc., in Egypt. So the move was catastrophic, calamitous. And you know what? I, I can't recollect them saying anything about, about the promised land, but I do I would just imagine that there was a lot of men and women that didn't even like that. Look, I mean, we're in the wilderness. Hey, we got the manna, we got the water, we got the fire, the cloud. Hey, let's just leave it alone. So transitioning from a place that we've heard all of our lives to a new place, to a place of possibility. And I will say this, that, that, that Thursday night was the first night in the newer home. And when I laid down, I thought, you know what? <laughs> this is not half bad. <laughs> After hating it all day. So I don't know if it was the rest in the bed or just the cessation of hatred, you know, that was nice. So here's Mary. Can you imagine Mary? Mary is sitting here. She has not known a man. <coughs> the angel comes. Hail, thou art highly favored among women. The Lord is with thee. Well, this is nice. I mean, what is this? It's nice and scary all at the same time. But wait, the angel's not through. The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you. And you are going to be with child. So immediately she reverts to logic and the way of the natural world, which says, this can't happen. Because all of her life and the eons and the centuries before this birth thing, conception thing can't happen without an alliance, a natural alliance, man and woman, right? How is this going to happen? It says the Holy Ghost is going to come and overshadow you and that thing that is born of you is of God. See, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to find out how I, I need a miracle. I need to be healed. I need more finances. I need more spiritual growth. I need these things. But, I, I, well, I'll just hope another Sunday. I'll hope another month. I'm just going to keep hoping, praise God. Hope is valuable. Come on. What does Hebrews 11 chapter say? Faith is a substance of things hoped for. I have to hope before I can have faith. In fact, if you don't have hope, you're depressed. Amen. Um, Proverbs says, um, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. So hope that is not there, I'm blue, I'm depressed. 
So what is going to lift me? Okay, the word of God, if I hear about these Christians, I hear about Jesus, he, he can do something. I hope that he'll do something for me. There were people in the scriptures that hoped that he could do something for them. The leper came to Jesus. If you will, sir, you can make me clean. He was not sure of Jesus' willingness. Jesus touched him and said, I will be thou clean. And he was made whole. What happened? In that moment of Jesus saying, I will, the word of the Lord, the same Bible you have, which is holding the word of the Lord, came into his spirit, came into his mind. Incidentally, in Mark, the fourth chapter, it says that the words that we hear, they go into our spirit. That's the reason we need to guard our ears. You can't just listen to any kind of music. You can't just listen to any kind of, of thing out there. You can't just listen to any kind of a TV show if you do that. I know that there are a few of us have monitors through which media can be played, hopefully of a Christian nature. <laughs> So I have, to, I have to watch that. So Mary is listening to this angel. The Holy Ghost is going to come up you, upon you and the thing which will be in you is of God. Now, here's, here's what Mary said. Be it unto me according to thy word. Be it unto me according to thy word. Let's just drop back on finances. Malachi, the third chapter. Bring you all the tithe in the storehouse and prove me now here with us. See if I'll not open you to windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you'll not have room enough to receive. Until you have come into that in its entirety, don't stop. Say, be it unto me according to thy word. As you pay your tithe, as you give, as you believe for more, an increase, Right? Hey, it's, well, I thought that the Apostle Paul said, well, you know, just be content with such things as you have. You know, the, the scripture teaches us that the balance has to be there. It's line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, all right? So I don't take one scripture out of its context. The Apostle Paul worked and was a tent maker, so that must make me believe that he needed increase, Right? And incidentally, because he was Jew, a Jew, I would imagine that he had a multi-market thing going on and all over Asia and wherever that he had tents going out. Come on. Amen. I believe in increase because my Savior was a Jew. Praise the Lord. So, I believe for increase. I believe for this. I, it's, it's 30, 60, 100 fold. I asked Brother Barnes one time. I said, Brother Barnes, is a man locked in or a woman locked into 30 or 60 or 100 fold? He said, but they better not. They better not. So the entrance of thy word brings light, giveth light. Light helps me to see. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So I have to get this word and I must get it with diligence. If a doctor gives you something, you've been having a malady in your body, the doctor gives you a medicine, a prescription, and he says, take ye all of it. Right? And don't stop taking it because this is going to correct 
the situation that is against you. You know, if you've been suffering pretty much with that, you, you, you follow his orders, isn't that right? And if you come back for the same problem again, he says, are you taking the meds? Well, you know, sometime. Okay, doofus. I can't help you. I'm going to charge you, but I can't help you. <laughs> right? And you and me, until we can see and value the word of the Lord as the medium, the tool to move us from one place to another, we're not going to have any changes. We're not going to have any victories. I praise the Lord for all of the books about the oneness of God. I praise the Lord for all the books about the holiness that we should observe in our life. But until we have a vital relationship with the Lord, hmm? my wife is, to me, the most precious person on the earth. And if she just hears of me wanting some type of a dish, which I seldom ever ask for, maybe 10 times in 36 years, I'm just really hungry for, you know. And I say, boy, she's headed to the kitchen to make it happen. The only thing about it is she doesn't do it by a recipe, so we never get to have it again, just like that. I say, man, what recipe? Oh, I just kind of, you know. Really? But, of course, the next time supersedes that. So, I mean, I have no complaints. But the point is this, is that helps the vitality of our relationship. Is me requesting, mentioning, whispering, and out of my whispering, there's something reciprocal that comes back to me. Right? If you never have a if the only blessing you get from God is when they sing your song and you jitterbug for 15 minutes, if that is your only blessing, vitality, connection to the Lord, you are missing out. So if you have to wait, you, you have no idea when they're going to sing your song again. So you don't know when you're going to get to jitterbug again. Come on. And so you're going to feel dead and lifeless until they sing your song again, maybe 2020, 21. Ah, they're singing my song. Here I go. Right? And not everyone has found out how to have joy in the Lord like Brother Marvin Cole. The Brokars were there for a while. The man had his joy over orange juice in the morning. Praise the Lord. I've, I've stepped in his bedroom. He's, he's propped up in his bed drinking a cup of coffee. They, the, it was a little far from the kitchen, so they, they installed a coffee maker and, and a little icebox in their bedroom so they didn't have to go very far to get their morning stuff. And he's sitting there and he said, he said, Craig, I just said, Jesus, I love you. I mean, it's just there's a vitality that is there. There is an exchange. 
I ask and I receive. I seek and I find. I knock and the door is open to me. And we have to, how am I going to get to that place? Well, I'm going to have to get the word that pertains to my need. And I am going to have to camp there. Camp there. Uh, some of you may remember Bill and Molly Thompson who were missionaries years ago to, to Colombia, South America. It was a treasure to sit at their feet and listen to them and their testimonies. And he said that when they were in Bible school, now imagine this, they were taught and instructed under penalty that as they walked, they would have Bible instruction in a class and then they would go on mission walks to preach and teach at different places. And they were instructed under penalty that if the minute you feel a hole come in your sock, you stop right where you are. And you pray and ask the Lord for a new pair of socks. And you don't move from that spot until the need is supplied. Of course, today we, you know, credit cards and money and all this. Hey, I don't worry about it. Dillard's is right here, Walmart, whatever. I'm going to just get my socks. No, but they were taught because they didn't have any money to speak of. One day they came to a place and it was meal time. Their leader instructed them, we stop right here and we ask the Lord to provide us with food to eat. They no sooner prayed until a car pulled up that was full of fresh cooked loaves of bread. And the man just started handing them out. And he said, I stood there until my socks were supplied. When you have that kind of a victory, you don't have to wait till your song is sung. You get your jitterbug on right then. Why? Because the vitality, the life of your relationship with God Almighty has been proven. He has manifest to you. Glory to God. I can, I can, I can tell y'all this now because uh, she's not here, so y'all don't ever tell, okay? Don't tell Wiki. Okay, I had run into her. She was in college. I was young evangelist, and it's too long of a story to tell the background of it, but I knew that God was providing things for me, and so I ran into her, and uh, I said to her, I said, how about us having lunch? Let's have a lunch in a public place. She's not, she's not saved yet, okay? Yes, okay, fine, it's cool. And so we, we had that, and then she invited me out to their house to have dinner with she and her parents, and so I did. And so she walks me out to the car, and uh, I sit down in the car, and her family's a big hugging, kissing family, okay? And so she reaches in the car and kisses me right on the lips. In my mind, I'm saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I didn't move. I kept my lips tight. And she backs up and she looks. She said, should I not have done that? I said, well, maybe not now. Okay? Thank you very much. But that was a manifestation. 
that was clearly showing the vitality of something that was going on. Yeah. And so I need to view every manifestation, every favor that is extended to me. Jesus, you're showing me you know where I am. Come on. If it's a prime parking spot, thank you, Jesus. Come on here. Come on. Anything that is favorable to you, devil didn't do that. Come on. He's out to steal, to kill, to destroy. Jesus is wanting to bless us and the more that you thank him for every incidence of favor and a blessing, come on, glory to God, that will start building into you as at the same time you're meditating. How do I do that? Do I just go? That's the Hindus, you know, they... You found a, find a word that kind of resonates with you, kind of like in, singing in the shower. You find that key that, you know, it resonates with the tile. No, it is while you're going to sleep, you're saying, if, if it's money, you say, as you're going to sleep, you're saying, within yourself, you're whispering to yourself. Meditation means to mutter, mutter. Thank you, Lord. The word says, the word says, So how we don't have any confidence in the processes of God's work. And they're so natural. Somebody posted something uh, yesterday that says on a certain date in December, the lights are going to go down, EMP is going to explode over America, and we're going to be out lights and power for six months. Well, if you read something like you hear something and you do not have the counterbalance of the word of the Lord, you're going to say, oh, oh, and what happens until you go to bed? Even if, it, and if you get in it deep enough, it'll transfer over to your dreams. Oh. Isn't that right? Instead of you have the counterbalance in the word of the Lord, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, because thou hast made the Lord the most high thy habitation. See, if you've been meditating that, glory to God, like David, he comes walking out. The whole army of trained soldiers is trembling before this nine-foot giant, seven-foot, however big. They're trembling. David said, who is this joker? Get him. I'll thump him off the map. Huh? He's an ignorant Philistine. You better shut up and run home, you little sucker, you. Shut up. Go back to daddy's house. You have no business down here. I need to just say it louder. Who here? I'm, I'm just, just letting me at him. And the king tries to saddle him up with a natural response of armor. 
but he has such confidence because he has fellowshiped the Lord and has a foundation of the word of God inside of him. There shall no evil befall thee. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. You see, that sounds good to us, and it might even get a little wave of hand. I didn't get that, but sometimes, some churches, there's a little, whoop, 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 hallelujah, glory to God, that sounds good. But to put it into practice in your life on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is quite another story. And you'll not do that unless you have been abiding in his word and his spirit is abiding in you. That is that you are full of a consciousness that you in him are victorious. I have a dear, dear friend that his pre-conversion days, he went on a carrot-eating trip. You know, he was taking drugs along with all this, and he thought, you know, carrots make you healthy. healthy. And I saw the photograph. He'd been eating carrots. Nothing but carrots for a month. He was orange. Say it with my hand up. He was orange. And if you eat the word of the Lord, it is going to change you from the inside out. Hallelujah. Until the place that if it's sickness, you will resist it like you resist sin. Come on. I was single and church had put me up in a hotel and I was, I'd parked the car and a lady of the night came riding by and er, stopped right in front of me and said, would you like a date tonight? No, thank you, ma'am. How did that happen? Word is in me. Thy word have us hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. Huh? Is that right? So that same word that'll keep me from sin will 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 help me to resist. I, first of all, I have to recognize what the devil is doing. If I think that God brought sickness or I think that God brought poverty, if I think that God brought famine to my life, then I'm not going to be able to resist very long or very much or at all. You say, well, I mean, what kind of a... This is, this is another viewpoint here. What kind of a God is he If he lets this happen, he didn't. Someone posted on Facebook and said, you know, it was about their dog. My beloved buddy passed away. And believe me, I love buddy. And I, I man, I bawled and squalled and I asked God to fix my dog, to heal my dog. And he didn't. Makes me wonder if there even is a God. It's what they said. And some of you without nodding your head are saying, yep, that's kind of the way I think. Yep. If my prayer is not based upon the word, if, if I'm not full of confidence, if I'm not full of these things, until, like my friend that turned orange from eating carrots, how will you know, how will you know 
that you're walking in faith and you've transferred from hope to faith? How, how will you know? I'll tell you how. Is that when calamity strikes or threatens, the first thing out of your mouth is the B-I-B-L-E. And I'm not talking about when financial calamity strikes and you say, then Peter said unto them, Pet, be baptized, every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall receive the gift of No, that's not the scripture. When lack is threatening you, and, and it's it's in a there in a measure, and you see more lack coming, you say, Nope, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Those folks that don't know what a crowbar is for, I think it's a good chunk of metal. I believe I'll make a boat anchor out of her. Until someone shows you what it's for, what it's designed to do. Whoa, man, I can move some stuff with this. I had a storage building uh, delivered to uh, our house the other day. And I saw one of the guys, he was backing up in the appropriate place. I, I was trying to help him, you know, a little closer, a little closer. You know how we, body language, like that's going to move that truck and that thing. And, and it was off. And I said, you know, like from the building, from the garage, it was like, not a problem, he said. Well, I don't know how you're going to do it because your truck is Whopper John. And when this thing comes off the truck, it's going to be Whopper John. So he goes head, hard head, you know, and he doesn't pay no attention to me. I'm going to get it. I'm going to fix it. Okay, you're the man. You're the doctor. And he starts easing it off the back of that truck, down to the ground, easing it off. And um, he gets it down and said, how far off the garage you want this thing? I said, oh, about that much. Gets out his tape. He goes lambing up to the truck. And he gets his big old four by four. And he goes around to the end that's Whopper John. And sticks it on there. And, and here goes my building. He moved her. He made it perfect. I didn't see how that could happen. And some of us that have lived so long in the land of hope, not Hope, Arkansas. That's where Bill Clinton's from, okay? Hope, Texas. Hope, Texas. How many of you would like to move this next year, starting today, Packing up all the hope stuff, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition over to the faith Texas, because faith Texas is where stuff happens. Faith Texas is a miracle center. Faith Texas is a financial liberation center. Let's all move to faith Texas, huh? 
Faith, Texas is a joy juice place. Faith, Texas, where all my needs are supplied. Hallelujah. Anybody want to move? Oh, dear, 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 dear. Pastor, I don't think I need to come back next Sunday. I really don't. I mean, it's, 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 I've been trying here. Anybody? Nobody wants to move to Faith, Texas? Two, pray, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Woo! Glory. We have a run, landslide. I'm going to move. And it's very simple how to move. It's start packing in the word of the Lord that covers what you need, what you are lacking. And you'll know that you're getting there when another bad report comes. And you say, oh, no. Be it unto me according to thy word. Doctor, I thank you very, very much. I don't, I, any, of y'all, any of y'all remember uh, a couple named Charles and Francis Hunter? Anybody ever remember hearing of Charles and Francis Hunter? I didn't think you would, but anyway, um, they, had, they had powerful miracles, signs and wonders in their meetings. Uh, they weren't UPC, okay? And, and uh, anyway... Um, she came down with some mysterious malady. They were believing the Lord. That She went to the doctor. The doctor said, this is what is wrong with you. She said, thank you, doctor. He said, oh, well, let's, let's work on it. No, she said, I know what it is. Now I can fix it. And they started thanking and praising the Lord that he was at work. I think it was a heart malady of some kind. Thanking and praising the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that my heart is fixed. Thank you, Lord, that my, wait, it's still beating irregularly. It ain't done yet. No, no, no. If you know the word, you'll know. With his stripes, we are healed. That was 700 years before Jesus. Isaiah wrote before, 700 years before Jesus was born, he said, with his stripes, we are currently, presently, now. 700 years before. So what? wait a minute. And then, rush forward to after Jesus and Peter writes, 1 Peter 2.24, with his stripes you were healed. Wait, I'm still hurting. But the word says you were. If we were, then we was. And if we was, I am. We is, yeah. Let's get that going. <laughs> Thank you for that help. If I were, I was. We was, and if we was, we is. Thank you. I'll remember to send you a line for that. We is. We is healed. Let's say that together. We is healed. I know that all you grammarians were shaking while you were saying that. We is healed. Now, I just... So well, how, how, does that, how does that work? It works like this, and I close. If you, and there's no one here that would, would agree with this, but um, if something just comes over you one day, and I mean, you've been a member of this church for 25 years, and water baptizes you his name, your skirt's the right length, your tongue is the right length, your sleeves are the right length, your hair is high, praise the Lord. And But all of a sudden, one day, you pass something and 
it reminds you of a past life and it's it's alcohol or something or cigarette smoke. And you just, whew, just for a second, you think, whoo, just for one Winston, man, that's all I need. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. And then the devil says, see there, you have failed the Lord. If you had been true to God, you that wouldn't even come in your mind. Well, the bird's flying over. Doesn't mean anything. It's just when they build a nest in your hair. Come on. So what do I do? I resist that thought and the source of it and keep going saying I've got the victory I've got the victory the same thing with sickness or disease or anything else because you have, it's attacked you does not mean that it's the will of God or you are supposed to succumb to that no you resist it in Jesus name and you say glory to God I resist you just like I resisted alcohol yesterday and I resisted smoke the day before come on glory to God hallelujah and all of you high and mighty ones that never smoked and never drank, you don't know what it's all about. Come on here. Amen. I'm Craig Ashcroft, and I approve of this message. God bless you.